In today's episode of the She Is podcast, we are talking all things excuses. So this might not be what you would expect, but lean in, be encouraged, and I hope that you find this super useful. Do you ever feel like you are making excuses? Do you feel like you often say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to commit to this, but then you do something else? Do you ever feel like you would describe yourself as someone who knows what to do, but they just aren't doing it? So common, and if you felt that way, you are not alone. As we begin to enter the middle of January, I know there will be people listening to this who are still going strong with their January commitments and January goals. I know that there will be some of you who have already stopped ticking the boxes and you're feeling pretty rubbish about it right now. You probably started off January with incredible intentions, determination through the roof, determined that this will be the last time that you start something again you really want to see the end of this. You want to follow through. You want to change. Maybe some of you have started January with that determination and you are still ticking the boxes, but you are hanging on by a thread and you are exhausted. I get it. Been there, done that, honestly. And do you know what? If you are someone that loves challenge like me, committing to something for like a January period of time or a January period of time, you know what I'm saying. If you've maybe committed to something like for six weeks or you're doing a challenge that is going to have a timed ending, that's not necessarily a bad thing. We just have to be very, very mindful and very intentional about what it is that we want out of that time period. If you are doing something for a challenge, smash it, go for it, enjoy it. But if you are hoping that this is going to be the thing that changes how you turn up, that by committing to a 30-day challenge that is going to change your behaviour, it's highly unlikely. And what often happens is people will turn up through January, they will tick the boxes of what they've committed to and they won't make quote-unquote excuses. But then when the challenge is over and the... The, f- the figures change, the ranges change, the targets change, the expectations change, something else shifts in us and we don't have that same tenacity in how we turn up. And this is where that whole no excuses mindset can really get messy, right? And can really interfere with the process of change for us as humans. If you are someone who feels like you are just making excuses I understand why you have that thought. I understand why you are probably looking at other people and wondering how the heck is Mary down the road with four children, working full time, smashing her training, eating the way she does? How is she having that success when I don't have half as much responsibility as her, but I'm not able to do what she's doing? Big comparison we're making there, but that's a podcast for another day. But it's really easy, isn't it, to let your mind go there. And we can look at ourselves and think, well, hang on a minute. Surely this is about me. This is my personality flaw. I'm obviously making excuses because what other reason would there be? She has less time than me. She has more responsibility than me. Clearly, I'm making an excuse. 
But that is not an accurate way to assess what's going on. It is a strategy that you might find helpful in the short term and it might give you a kick up the bum temporarily, you know, treating ourselves with that lack of self-compassion, judging ourselves, you know, making it mean something about us as a person. I am someone who makes excuses. It's just me not trying hard enough. But people forget, right, that behaviour change will require resistance. It is going to happen. And what if I said to you, maybe you're not making excuses. I understand why you're using that term. But what if this is actually resistance that you are going to face? If you are trying to do something different, if you are doing something brave, if you are trying to change habits, it is human behavior. It is natural to face what I call resistance, what, you know, research calls resistance rather than making excuses. And I think when we call it an excuse or we label ourselves as someone who's making an excuse, we do our we do ourselves a disservice, right? Because if it's just an excuse, then what else can we do other than just try harder? And how long can you keep going between those two things? Oh, I'm making an excuse, just try harder. I'm making an excuse, just try harder. Stop, start, stop, start. It does not teach you anything. It teaches you nothing. And I think when we use that term, we rob ourselves of an opportunity to grow and learn. I say this to all of my clients and they don't like it, but I want you to come and work with me and face some resistance. I do not want anyone to come and work with me and tick the boxes every single day and have a beautifully clean sheet. Because I know if they do that, they have not really changed. They are just turning up, determined not to make excuses, and they are just turning up, ticking the boxes, and probably using a lot of willpower, probably feeling quite stressed, to make sure that they never fail. But it's when we fail, right, that we learn. And no one likes to hear that. It sounds a bit cliche. You know, you grow from the biggest mistakes, but it's so true, right? We need to face resistance because if we don't, where are we going to be able to find what we need to get better at? When you are trying to create a change in your life, let's say, you know, a lot of clients who work with me will work on their relationship with food. We might work on, you know, listening to hunger and fullness skills and work on the process of change from someone who might be doing a lot of overeating, maybe some binge eating, to then listening to their body and learning how to do that and no more overeating, all right, or really drastically reducing the amount of time they are spending overeating. In that space of time, the, a client is going to overeat. They aren't just going to come and work with me and then because I'm watching they're not going to overeat. Like they might do that for a little bit, but it's not going to last and I don't want it to. Because if they don't make a quote unquote slip and overeat in the process, that gives us zero opportunity to dive in to look at where that resistance is coming from. And if we just keep pushing things under that label and under that bracket and under that umbrella of making an excuse, 
it literally teaches us to be even more avoidant. And what we are trying to do in the process of change is come out of hiding, come out of avoidance and stand up, step into the challenge. And that involves looking at what we're doing. It involves increasing our awareness so that we can see what we need to work on. Then we can apply the appropriate strategy. If you are just labeling it as it's just an excuse, you are avoiding your situation. You are avoiding the learning that needs to happen for your breakthrough. Let's say that you are determined to train consistently and get to the gym twice a week and you keep committing to it every single week. I'm going to train twice this week and you don't. The longer you keep saying it's just an excuse, the longer you are going to stay in that avoidance loop. What we need to do is change how we're framing it, change the language and accept first and foremost that this resistance is normal. Resistance is normal. Our brains like the path of least resistance. So when you're trying to change, your brain doesn't like it. It wants the easy way. It wants to do the thing you've always done. So what we need to do at that point is think, oh, hang on a minute, I am facing resistance. I'm saying I want one thing, but I'm finding it really, really hard to implement. I feel like I'm making excuses. Let's look at that. Let's look at the resistance and let's figure out where that is coming from. So going back to that example of training, if you're then at the end of the week, another week in to saying that you're going to train twice a week and you haven't, let's look at that. What do we believe is getting in the way? Or do we need to look at time management? Is it a time thing where we're not leaving enough time in our diary to get to the gym and get back? Is it that actually it's something completely out of your hands and you've had really sick children or maybe you've been sick and you haven't been able to turn up? All right, those things are going to happen. Is it that you really, really struggle to take time for yourself and you might book yourself a training session, but as long as somebody else or if somebody else needs you, anyone else in your family or a friend or a colleague needs something from you, it feels too uncomfortable to say no and you'll deprioritize your training. Is it that you really want to go and turn up and train but you're feeling very, very unconfident in your body right now. And the discomfort of turning up to the gym in your training gear, in front of everybody, feeling like you don't know what you're doing, that can feel awful. So I am not surprised if that is your resistance, that you're not doing what you said you were going to do. If we just come back at it with, try harder, get over it, stop making excuses, you might be able to grip to that. But if we don't work on the internal root of why you're feeling the way you are and put really decent, helpful strategies in place to help you move forwards, you will go around the same loop again, again, again and again. And this is when I see women step into challenges. Oh, I'll do this challenge again. I'll do that challenge again. It worked last time. It's just that same thing of putting the plaster on, right? It's like avoidance in disguise. And I don't want that for anyone. So resistance, I want you to change excuse to resistance. And when you use that word, you then do have a responsibility, right? To look at that resistance and it's hard. We are humans and we avoid things. Just speak to my accountant. It's January, tax return is due. Goodness me, I've been the most avoidant client because I don't want to look at my tax return. I don't want to pay my tax bill. I don't want to pay my big lump sum at the end of the year. I don't want to look at where I've potentially not been as wise with, you know, spending within the business or within life. 
and I haven't found it easy. I have avoided my accountant, just ask him. (laughs) But when I recognised that I was making quote-unquote excuses and was able to reframe that to actually, why am I feeling resistance about this? What is it that I don't want to face? And often it's when we don't want to sit with the uncomfortable feeling of failure. But then we have to remind ourselves that we are human and every single person fails. Whether they admit it or not, we do. And actually, the people who end up failing less are the people who are willing to look at the times they have so they can learn from that failure. So just please understand, like, stop putting human behavior in your natural human response under that bracket of you being someone who just makes excuses, right? And like I said at the beginning, I do understand that language, but is it serving you and is it helping you? Changing the language to resistance doesn't mean you go all soft on yourself and you just think, oh, well, you know, I'm human. Like, yeah, I'm human, but I am going to look at this. All right. We can have compassion for ourselves. We can be supportive of ourselves. We can, you know, encourage ourselves and and remind ourselves that we are human, but we still can then take responsibility to progress. So that is my challenge to you this week, wherever you are in January, whatever you face so far, whether you've already quote unquote fallen off track, whether you're already in a sea of excuses or whether you feel like you're about to dive in, stop, change the language. Okay, you're facing resistance. Now let's get curious about it. And what I thought I would do actually is come to my mind as I get to the end of this podcast, I would love to put together just a series of journaling questions for you guys based on resistance and maybe just some questions and direction to help you figure out where that resistance is coming from and what action we need to take. So by the time this podcast goes up, I will be working on those questions. And um, if you would like a copy, please DM me, please send me a message, send me an email, get on my email list. That's where I send all of the best stuff. And I will be making sure to get them out to you. I'll also actually, when I finish, put them in the show notes. But try that mental reframe, all right? It's our responsibility, if we want to change, to get curious. Putting everything under that one bracket and label of excuses will not drive you forward. All right, speak soon. Mm